The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Hey. Hey, here to come in. This is our theme song. Shout out to CM Moon. Let's go. Let's go. What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Jesse Jennedy here in studio for Black Hollywood Live's The Beat. Yeah. I am joined by the king, Jay Watts. The king, man. I, don't I like that. I'm just going to give it to you this day. Uh, we in the building. Let's go. Turn up. What I'm going to say, sir, you king. And speaking of kings, we have a queen. We have, ladies and gentlemen, from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. House of Margo is in the building. We need that round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Can't keep them away. This is awesome. Oh my God. Welcome to LA. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We have a lot to talk about. Okay, cool. Because you've been a very busy girl and you've been um, throughout the media Mm -hmm. a lot this year. Yeah. Love and hip hop is kind of a big deal. I didn't realize that, you know. Okay, before we get started, I just really have to know. Okay. From watching the show, mm-hmm. you go on the show and you're surprised because you find out about a sex tape. Yes. So for a whole year, you had no idea that your husband was on Love and Hip Hop. No, I knew. No, I knew he was on Love and Hip Hop. I knew everything that was going on because we were separated. Mm-hmm. Um, but he told me about it a month before the rest of the world knew about it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be a part of any of it. So that's why no one heard from me. So mm-hmm. it's not like he was doing anything sneaky. It's just that. I'm an artist. I was doing my own thing. We had, you know, it's not the Margo and Nico show. There's a whole history to us that I had no idea about the show or how things worked. So I was like, well, are they going to know about us or anything, you know? But we would have our conversations behind scene. And, yeah, he was doing his thing. And he told me a month before it came out. Yeah. All right, so yeah. we're going to come back to all that, but okay. I, I want to focus on the artistry of Margot. Oh, all yay, right? thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> so as we do that, I'm going to go through some hot topics that we've had this week, and I just want to hear, you know, what you're thinking about them, how you feel. Um, okay. Did you guys hear about Wiz Khalifa? Which glasses are everything, by the way. Thank you. I don't take them off and on because they're just so awesome, but it's like... You know, I yeah. like to see. Yeah. Give the kids some some uh, some of your eyes. So, yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. So, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear about this? He got yeah, a, man. he got arrested. He didn't get detained, but he got arrested. Um, he was at LAX yeah. riding one of these things that everyone is riding. These Iohawk oh. yeah. party boards. Have you had a chance to ride one of these? No, yeah. but they look like the future. They look they fun. Do look right? Like the future. They look fun. Especially if you're wearing like the Kanye West sneakers. Yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> very Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> it's Back to the Future is for sure. What did he get detained for? I don't understand. Well, apparently he was riding this throughout the airport, and they asked him to get off it, and he said, no, I can ride this. Like, right. everyone's riding these these days. Right. And he kind of gave him a little trouble with it, and no. they were like, no. So they arrested him, but he didn't get detained. They let him go. Okay. I just feel like this is clearly going to be a problem in the future. So <laughs> airports, let's just say, let's just say you know, don't ride these anymore. Don't ride them. Right. But I feel like it's going that way anyway. This is like a wave of the future, and I think Wiz even made a statement 
saying that. Like, this yeah. is where we're going. So, I don't see what the big problem is. And with all the police brutality, it's going to make the issue look a lot bigger than it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he posted a video <laughs> clip online, and everyone was like, Wiz Khalifa's getting arrested. I'm like, wrong time to be doing that. Yeah. Especially for so. something like that. You know, yeah. it just kind of devalues, it's I guess, all the other real police brutality that happens. Exactly, Thank so true. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so this is where I'm really excited to actually kind of get your uh, opinion on okay. Azalea Banks. Okay. She has had this back and forth with media. Period. Right. But she says that she does not want black media to cover Azalea Banks at all. She said, please, please, please keep my name out your mouth. Oh. I'm begging you to stop covering me. She says black media has damaged her brand. Black media is a bunch of hypocrites. They build you up to tear you down. BET doesn't play my videos, but they play white videos with a couple black people in it. Now, man, she went on this That's Twitter rant, strong. right? And then I started looking at it, and I was like, black media? I was like, why is she coming at black media? And I really started looking into it, and her biggest complaint is people were getting upset that she would be on certain covers of magazines, and she felt like, okay, well, black people are getting mad at me for being on these magazines, but Ebony ain't calling me to be on their magazine. You know, black-owned businesses aren't calling me to say, hey, we want you to be a part of our journey. Um, For sure. She makes a lot of good points. She she she, she does. Really does. She, throughout she does. time, I I mean I don't necessarily think it's always done the best way. Mm-hmm. You know because she's it's always, young. Yeah, it's always good to put it in the art. But I I, I mean being from Toronto, being mm. from Canada, I see things a little differently that I never really saw until I came here to the United States. And she makes some valid points. You know, mm. sometimes black media can be harsh. I mean. Yeah. They can, uh, you know, we we can be real hard sometimes. Yeah, I think I think it's like all media, man, and it's a very sensitive subject when you speak about race, especially in America. Yeah. Um, to 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 make a generalization on anything, I think is a big. That, that's a big statement mm-hmm. to say black media and blanket everybody. Yeah, everybody, Just everybody. It's like. I don't know, but I, I, I definitely feel her sentiment because we do struggle with this a lot in the black community as media is, is you know, associated with it, where artists feel like it's like a bit of a hypocrite, hypocritical stance that a lot of the outlets and the corporations take with certain artists. So I understand where she's coming from. It's just more like, how do you, you got to be sensitive to it. How do you say it? You know what I'm saying? Well, how do you, I mean, I mean, did... Uh, Coming from Canada, uh-huh. as far as media goes, what's kind of the... I mean, I don't know what the difference really is as far as like how they build up their celebrities or how they talk about their celebrities. Well, see, first growing up, we never had an urban station. So tune in to anything urban. I We had to try and like tune into this like station in Buffalo (laughs) to hear anything hip hop and we just didn't have that so growing up I mean I listened to so many different artists and by one because I had no choice two my father's Jamaican and my mom so you know it's just a whole different world of stuff that I got a chance to listen to coming here it's still a lot very segregated in some ways which Mm. surprise it's a be surprise like I just never thought it would be you know what I mean but I understand it's like people feel like they have to be in pockets yeah yeah you have to be in a pocket to make sense and Mm. I feel like people need labels for it to make sense 
for themselves. Even if, like, you as an artist, you don't want to be put in that box, it just it makes sense for other people to put you in that box or to label you that way. You know, you're black and you do hip-hop, R&B, it makes sense. Right. But if you do something outside of that, it's almost like they don't really get it. There's yeah. a pocket of people that get it, but again, that's the label. That's the Afropunk crowd or the, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so. That's strong. It's funny because I, I so as I'm... Uh, Kind of digging deeper with the Azalea Banks thing, I was like, all right, let me go look at some instances that she's had gone through in the past. So when Iggy Azalea was Iggy Azalea versus Azalea Banks, black mm. media built Azalea Banks up to tear Iggy Azalea down. Mm. And then as soon as she did that interview, I think it was on Power 107, where she broke down and cried and talked about what it was like growing up and how she felt like she was never accepted and stuff like that. It just seemed like everyone started turning on Azalea Banks being like, well, look at the way she says things and mm, how she's saying yeah. that and she right. sounds so ignorant And which there are times where she does come off sounding ignorant. I understand the message that she's trying to put out there right. but I know that it's how you do it. Yeah. 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 That's why I feel her. So I is it the cultural difference that, you, that you're thinking she's not really... She's like, angry. and She's, she has, yeah. she's angry. And she has a right angry. to be angry because I've, I've felt that way at times too as an artist. It's just that I think that you know, for me, I do it in a different way. I like say it differently, but I think she's a dope artist. Yeah, I really do. Sure. Um, I mean, but I've had my share. I'm, you know, I'm a black girl who knows how to play guitar. And when I was doing pop rock, I had some white exec say, "Oh, you're a black girl doing pop rock. I don't get it." Yeah. And then, you know, but when you're a white girl, sometimes doing pop R and B, it's like, "Ooh, it's so awesome!" And black people love it. Oh, she can sing. And so it's like there's this yeah. divide yeah. that we give amongst each other just because it makes sense. Right. You know. Right. Is that just, only yeah. an American thing that you see, or if, with, is that more accepted, like in in a Canada or your? your um, well, Canada is so multicultural. Yeah. I mean, so many of my friends growing up, you know, were white, but former Yugoslavia, Russian, German, Austrian. You they name just it. Approach race so differently. Yeah, they yeah do. it's very different. Not saying it's not there. Yeah. It's just different. And, <laughs> and even in America, in the different pockets, like you being from the East Coast, Jay. Um, and me being from the Midwest and then the South, it's even more culturally different every area you go into. So yeah. it's like, I don't, it's all media. It's not just black media. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's all yeah. media that, that puts these titles and these blankets on things. So, mm-hmm. right. Cause Zay Banks, Black Hollywood Live supports you. We right. play we your videos. You. Every right. time you've dropped a video, we play your videos. Yeah, so come on to, come we on to Black Hollywood Live. <laughs> yeah, you guys should have her here. You should have her here. Um, okay. <laughs> so next, uh, how do you feel about Tiana Taylor? Uh, Do you hear too much about her? Not really, no. no. Well, here's my issue with it. Okay. Is that Tiana Taylor is very talented, right? Mm -hmm. She comes from New York. Indeed. She keeps dropping music, and it's not getting played. It's not getting heard. It's not catch. If anyone wants to get mad at Zaley Banks, it should be Tiana (laughs) Taylor. (laughs) She just dropped, and so this is just a promo plug. Tiana Taylor just dropped a uh, mixtape. It's called The Cassette uh, the cassette mixtape 1994 you guys have to download so what she did was she okay. took samples of 90 songs mm-hmm. of her favorite n- of not from 1994 her favorite songs from that year and she made her own like mixes to them yeah so okay. very that's creative, creative man. very cool. Bellinger, but it was really dope so yeah. make sure you guys check that out it's fall free online fall free cool okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Brown came out also this week to talk about yeah. that he's going to be naming his new album after his baby girl man oh, Chris that's sweet I royalty like I like sweet. it you like that yeah what do you think I like it, man. I think it's cool. He's embracing his life. Yes. You know? And I, I hope that we get to hear some lyrics that are attached to... To that. that. So, not yeah. just naming it that, 
Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And Chris is a good guy, man. You know, I I had opportunity to spend a lot of time with Chris Brown. He's a cool, he's a cool dude, man. Very creative, like overpouring with creativity. So I'm excited to see what 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 he does with this project. I think it's going to be really cool, though. Yeah, he's super talented. I'd love to work with him too. He's a great artist. I want to see you guys paint together. Oh, that would be great. (laughs) Like do a whole like art show or something. Did you see his new head tattoos? No. So Chris Brown just got... I wasn't going to talk about it because I was like, I ain't going to talk about this man's tattoos. But (laughs) the world's talking about it. He got these two tattoos. I guess he had like a really crazy night. And so it's this Greek goddess on the back of his head and then a bowl that's looking pissed off at the Greek goddess on the other side. Mm. And he says, I do what the fuck I want when I want. Okay. And posted that on Instagram and so all right, Chris. <laughs> that must have been painful because I know my hand tattoo was. Extreme. That's a real tattoo. Yeah, I saw it in the pictures. I was like, "Is that henna?" No, it's real. It was excruciating. <laughs> that was the worst tattoo that you've gotten. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have that many. This is oh. all I have. I've oh. always they're done. creatively placed. Thank you. We can say that. Thank and you. Where did that <laughs> stem from? That idea. Um. Well, I'm really into Nazca lines, which is in the Peruvian desert, and mm. they say that the Nazca people drew them because they think they connected to the gods, and you can only see them from. Uh, up high and they say that they were done with one continuous line and they're different shapes different lines so this is kind of like my version of it now does it have a specific meaning because the red thing is a Kabbalah right yeah this is Kabbalah um, which my girlfriend gave to me Um, but this this is basically my version of like Nazca lines and I've always wanted a hand tattoo and there's some other cool artists that I really like that I see on Instagram like I'm inspired every day by so many different people so it's like oh man she's got a cool hand tattoo Nazca lines is like I'm gonna do something like that and my version of it. So that's hot. <sighs> when did you nobody stole her tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> when did you get this? Tattoo? I got this um, three weeks ago now, so it's still. And actually, this is your first tattoo. This is my uh, second. These two are my first, which is Rich Freedoms, what I live by. Oh, okay. And then I did this, and then a, f- a few a week later I did this. And Rich Freedom, what does that stand for? Rich Freedom is just doing what you love to do and being able to afford it. And, and being free. And I feel like that's what we're all striving for, is being able to do what we were called to do and be the best versions of ourselves. And, and rich is, yeah, mo- monetary, but rich in your craft or what yeah. you love soul. to do. That's soul. And, and being free with it. So rich freedom. That's maybe, maybe we got an uh, album title for the next... Uh... Oh, nope. Hold on, on that. We're going to talk about that album title. All right, but before we do, so I'm going to play some music for you. And okay. I just want... You haven't heard any of these songs before, so okay. I just want your initial reaction to these. Okay. Right? okay. So the first one is a cover song. Uh, our little engineer, Alexis. Alexis. Hey, hey Alexis. Hey. I love Alexis. <laughs> she sent me this um, after our show last week, and I fell in love with it. So okay. his name is Josh Levy, and he did a Trap Queen cover. You guys can find him on YouTube. Okay. Check it. I'm like, hey, what's up, hello I've seen your pretty face soon as you came in the door I just wanna chill, got a set for us to roll Married to the money, introduced it to my stove Showed her how to whip and now she remixed and follow She my trap queen, let her hit the bed, no We be counting up, watch how far them bends go We just said it go, talking, matching them balls 50, 60 grand, robbing 100 grams, though Man, I swear I love her, how she working on the Go. Hit the strip club, we be letting bands go Everybody hating, we just call them fans though In love with the money, I ain't never letting go And I get high with my baby I just left the mall, I'm getting fly with my baby, yeah And I can 
Josh Levy, Trap Queen. I like that. That's, That's hot. cute, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. better than the. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying it was say good, it, man. I'm just saying. Good. Vocally, it was better than the original. Yeah, Let's just I mean, keep that. It was a little. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, but shout out to Fetty Wap. Yeah, shout out to Trap man. Queen's everything. Shut up. But so, okay, I, here's why I love it a lot. Because I just feel like this is the future. People yeah. can take a song, they can put it out there. And they're literally in their driveway. Yeah. But they they put the they invested the money and if Queen, our other co host, she's in New York right now, okay. she would say, Okay, here's what I like about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's Queen. Right they there. invested in a camera. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't look cheap. You're right. And then I don't know why I'm making it sound like she's from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Queenie killing you on that. Uh-oh. That was cool. I love YouTube. Yeah. I love YouTube. It takes it and it gives it to the people to yeah. say, you can do what you want to do, Straight up. how you want to do it. You yeah. don't have to wait for someone to put you on. You can put yourself, put yourself on. And there was quality, like you said, man. Like, that was a quality video. Yeah. To be a cover, mm-hmm. I was very impressed. That's that's better than a lot of the videos I see from some of these artists. I actually liked it better than the Sam Smith cover. Yeah. That, that's so that shout out to you, Josh. Yeah, I like um, that, man. Which up. is funny about YouTube is how I find a lot of artists nowadays. It's yeah. I literally be hunting on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And so, on Love & hip hop when you came out and you had the you said you were going to do the Star War video and we were like oh god who's this new bitch on love and hip hop thinking she a singer singing at a karaoke thing like what's she about to do uh-huh. so we go in on some of the artists on this so I was like okay let me be fair okay. and let me YouTube some of these girls okay. so we YouTube them now Jessica Dime I prefer what I saw on YouTube versus what I'm seeing on the show. Okay. <laughs> now, with you, I like Star a War. Thank you. But mm-hmm. I love I Call the Shots. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I went on YouTube and I started Googling and researching you, and I see this video. I'm like, what is she wearing in this video? And we clicked <laughs> it, and I was like... It gives me like a '90s Gwen Stefani, no doubt, Funkified. Yeah. Yeah. Where did that sound for you come from? Well, that's the one thing. Because okay. it seems very different from the other stuff that you recorded. Unless I'm missing a mixtape or something. No, it is. I for, I I've done music my whole life. That's that's what I've done. I just happened to have a personal life that ended up on Love and Hip Hop. Mm. So I used to live in L.A. And I did a mixtape. I did a project. Um, before that, I was in a group called Test Drive. Mm. Actually, with Nico okay. and Timberland, Danger Hands. Uh, they produced the album. Um, it was like a deal going through Universal. Wait, so is you and Nico in the group? Called Test Drive. This just was, you two. Mm-hmm. And it just years ago. This was actually um, really just before the Black Eyed Peas took off. This, oh, we never okay. got the chance to get to the light of day. We we're going through this deal on Universal and everything. And that's another story. But long story short, um, I was in L.A., and I did a, an EP called Animal House, and I Call the Shots was on there. I've always been a huge fan of Gwen Stefani, um, Missing Persons, Dale Bozio. Like, that was yeah. my vibe, you know, growing yeah. up. So I've always wanted – that was that was my thing. So when I was able to do my first EP, that was the vibe. I was playing guitar heavy, and I was doing shows out here in L.A., and that's I call the shots. I shot it here in LA, just on the, it sh- looks so on the street. <laughs> yeah, and very th- again, YouTube. You, you, if you have a talent, you have the creativity. Now is the time and the age to be able to do it, express yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. form of expression. And I think like just your whole vibe is like so cool, so different. I think you're gonna be big. What do you think? Oh, I mean, very I'm, sweet. we've already said this on yeah. Love and Hip Hop on our after show over at AfterBuzz TV. We say it all the time. 
be a little confused with the Nico situation. <laughs> we'll be a lot of confused with it, but we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. okay. But Let's do that. as far as artists goes, we have definitely said that out of all the girls who have come out of Love & Hip Hop, we can see you branching off into right. music. I just oh, need you not so to show much. up on that next season, girl. <laughs> that means a lot. The show. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it, it was a good platform because then I was able to meet yep, guys right. like you. Now, <laughs> Before we get to that, though, <laughs> our city and um, Adam Levine just dropped their new video for Locked Away. Okay. Adam Levine just put this man on. Like, okay. legit. 4, 000, 4 million views in like a week. Here oh, we wow. go. Our city, Locked Away. And you know the song once you hear it. Okay. Princess. Adam Levine signed him? Living. I don't know if he signed him or not. Probably, actually, because he's really Look putting at all up. these bills. Are they going to get paid? You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. If I got locked away and we lost it all today, tell me honestly, would you still love me the same? If I showed you my flaws, if I couldn't be strong, tell me honestly, would you still love me the same? Right about now. If I judge for life, man, would you stay by my side? Or is you gonna say goodbye? Can you tell me right now? If I couldn't buy you the fancy things in life, Shawty, would it be alright? Come on, show me that you don't. Now tell me, would you really ride for me? Yo, yeah. our city, what you thinking about that? I think it's cool. Is he Jamaican? Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to see if he's the same one that does, you know that song? Oh, I think I'm find myself a cheerleader. Yeah, 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 who does that song? I'm pretty sure it's him. I don't know why my Our phone City's is not working out. Alexis, can you see who that is? No, it's not. It's That's OC something. Our City. I will look it up. It's not yeah. him, though. I'm just remembering They're it. formerly uh, Rock City. There you go. But yeah, they, uh, they, um, okay. they're big producers and writers. They got a lot of hits, man. They got a lot of hits under their belts, and they're very talented. It's a, it's a uh, Cooper Brothers, dude, Duos. like Ooh. they're dope though. You so you lived uh-huh. in L. A. Mm-hmm. I love L. A. I love yeah. the culture of L. A. However, okay. L. A. is very bubble. Like yeah. you cannot find good island clubs out here. Like right. to go listen to dance hall and reggae. Like you cannot. Yeah, I couldn't find that either. It's irritating. <laughs> and then when you play it, I'm a DJ, so when I play yeah. it out here, people are like. Is that? I was like, is this 2001? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, bitch, yeah. dance. Get <laughs> your dance on. Uh, all right, last song. <laughs> Our <laughs> homie here at the beat, Rico Love, put out a new video called Happy Birthday. Okay. It's everything. Shout out to Rico. I did cheerleader. There we go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so shout out to Rico Love. Let's check it out. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I think this is going to be his, like, it's going to launch him off right here. His big hit. Well, I mean, I he's genius, but I think it's going to put him back out there. J'arrive pas à y croire que je suis là avec toi. C'est comme un nouveau monde pour moi. Wanna make a feel like you just turned 21. Wanna take it out with all of her friends and let them all get fucked up. Going at the party in the penthouse when we die. I don't wanna see none of y'all walking around with empty cups. Turn the lights on. You mean to tell me you flew this far to be acting all bougie? 
Them heels that dress you bad and you ought to be shaking your booty. Oh shit, here we are, tripping caviar, open lips, I'll blow them candles, you're a superstar. Oh shit, here we are, tripping caviar. I'm mad she's having so much trouble blowing that balloon up. I didn't know. Happy birthday. I like the vibe of the video. Yeah, right, it gives me a, what's that Lady Gaga video? Oh, Just Dance or something? Yeah. The video's hot, man. The music's hot. It gives me like yeah. if Just Dance, Fiona Apple, and Diddy had a baby, it would be this video. Yeah. yeah. Remember the Fiona Apple criminal video? I don't, but oh. I know the 90s are back. <laughs> So. <laughs> Full of fake. They yeah. show up. <laughs> All right, Margo, let's get into you. I want to okay. talk some stuff with you. Why? You were nervous, you said earlier in the in the show. You said you were nervous about your life being put on TV and you didn't want it to be about this thing. So why did you join the cast of Love & Hip Hop? Well, what was kind of the final pushover, like, fine, I'll just do it? Because I started to hear things that I knew about. Like, I was involved in the whole tape thing. Like, I hate talking about this. Oh, God, it's so rusty. But um, I just, I didn't want to be attached to something like that that I didn't do. And I felt like, what better way to, like, say who I am, mm-hmm. define myself. I feel like I'm the only one who could speak up for Nico, and that's why I did it. Like, I'm an artist. That's what I've done my whole life. And nothing is more frustrating than working on your craft. And then... Hearing this stuff. And then, yeah, you put out a song, or you, you tweet something, and then the response is... You have a couple people like, oh, that's dope. But then you have a major response that's like, oh, but aren't you the secret wife of Nico and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I didn't work that hard to have that be my legacy. Right. Like, that I'm attached to a tape, you know. So mm-hmm. when you started hearing the secret wife thing, that was bo- Nico had already told you about the show? Or was it kind of like, wait, what is this? No, I knew from when he went down there I knew I knew yeah none of that was a secret the only thing is but you know it's hard for me to just sit here and like put all the blame on him like we had so much history I wasn't perfect I was young I remember hearing you say that too yeah and it's just I can't and at that time you had already been talking to your current girlfriend correct no I was dating someone else my girlfriend wasn't even in the picture yet (laughs) you know yeah it's like we just went through so much that it's like how can I sit here and just say you did all this stuff and let the world blame you and they don't know anything about us and it was really also my own guilt and my own things of how the relationship went to demise why it was like I felt like I needed to come out and why did you hold on so long to Nico yeah um it's like that that did you ever go back and rewind and watch the past season no. Did you ever see the past season that he you was on? Seen no, it? I, I, I heard clips. I've yeah. seen things, but it pained me in here because it I didn't make you curious a little bit to hear that people were saying he's this evil guy, manipulative, and like, wouldn't you? I mean, you guys have been together eleven years, was it or seven? Ten. Ten years. Married. For I mean, eight. You know what? I mean? That's a long time. Yeah. But he's and, not like that. But you say that, but yeah. then you're hearing all this stuff. It doesn't make you kind of be like, wait a minute. Well, I just. If you're if you're someone in my life and you still treat me the same way, well, then that's all I can go off of. We weren't on the best terms, I will say that. Um, he wasn't perfect, you know, by any means. Um, but at the same time, there was so much going on in our personal life. Like, we still kept lines of communication open. But it's not like he was cheating on me. And I was trying to move on and see someone so else. So you're saying he wasn't cheating on you because you guys were split up in his head so his relationship with Mimi was not cheating on you it was not cheating on me but we still had a very deep emotional connection which I feel like those are the hardest to 
end you know yeah. we, we, you don't go like yeah, living in a rehearsal studio with someone trying to push your music to be like fuck you you right. know and again it was just because also i was kind of seeing someone too off and on okay it, that i felt like i couldn't put all the blame on him like i wasn't perfect it didn't just like when i said like i cheated on you i was sorry this is stuff we already knew he right. and i just the rest of the world didn't know so i was only saying it to make it an open place for us to get to a new level that i thought he would also say well i'm sorry too for hurting you it wasn't perfect but it just became like oh that's why you went so hard on the other girl because you and you cheated i'm like no it wasn't black and white it's not the margo and nico show so there's right. so much stuff people don't get a chance to know uh, well, as far as then bringing Mimi into the situation, because what was really confusing for me, mm-hmm. especially hearing a lot of the things you say, because like kind of when Jocelyn will come at you or other girls will come at you, you're very like, girl, like calm down, <laughs> yeah. very chill, very zen. <laughs> and I really appreciate that kind of shade because it's like I know how much it irritates people. Yes, no. make, oh, I know because <laughs> I can't so wait bad. to talk about that reunion. But. Um, <laughs> With that being said, mm-hmm. okay, what irritated me is so, like, on the reunion, I hear you say this statement. You brought up the whole Nico being gay thing, and you were like, you know, and this shames the black community, and you went into that. So my curiosity is, mm-hmm. do you ever think about, and maybe it's just, I know reality TV shows. I do Bad Girls Club over at After Buzz 2, okay. and I've seen an unedited show before, mm-hmm. and okay. it's a totally different, different show. Thing. Yeah. Totally different mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, 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 totally. I can't even express it, how different of a show it is. Yeah. It made me, like, love everybody on the show and be like, wow, I mm-hmm. understand it now. Right. But, you know, when they got to get them paychecks and they got to pay the bills with the commercials and all that oh, stuff, they got to cut it down a little bit. Okay, right. so what bothered me with your situation was I was confused as to, here you sound so intelligent, like, you know, like, because I was rooting for you, Margo. I was like, Margo, going to come on this show, shut Nico down, and it's going to be like, <laughs> rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. But instead it turned and it flipped on Mimi, and it seemed like you and Mimi were having this headbutting thing, and it's kind of something that I talk with some of my friends about, but why is it that when a situation like this happens, the women are always attacking each other, and it never gets turned on the man to be like, did you lie to both of us? Were we both victims in this, you know? And if we are both victims, how do we kind of maybe not involve each other in each other's lives, Mm -hmm. but not attack each other because it just comes across like you're attacking Mimi and like Nico has done nothing wrong in this show or in real life Mm -hmm. until the scene you sat down with Nico and his mom that was kind of for me a scene like oh wow y'all really fuck with each other because her mom his mom was checking on you like you is her kiki friend you know Uh (laughs) so for you as far as the whole Mimi situation why was that so difficult for you to understand or to understand or want to listen to her? Because you did seem to have some sort of bond with Arian, too. So, well, I, Candace, I would assume that Arian's telling you, like, it's not Mimi's fault, like, and that kind of thing. This is the thing. I am a total girl's girl. I'm all for women empowerment. And I didn't want to talk about her today, but I feel like this is probably something I need to address because I haven't had, like, much of a platform to say it. Um, and the show, again, they can't keep everything. So right. there are things that have to be right. cut out. Not blaming anyone, but that's, you know, it'd be 50 hours of editing. Right. Um, but I'll say this. The reason why I was upset with her is because she had said I knew about the tape and one part of a scene that no one got a chance to see. And I was like, A, 
excuse me? Like, you are not going to implicate me in something that you chose to do. So then I started fighting over a character issue. But, of course, it looks like I'm mad at her because she's with Nico. No. has nothing to do with that. I really went in there thinking that me and her could have a glass of wine. Like, shit, you know, whatever. It is what it is. And move on. And, and this was the picnic scene that we had seen. No, was this that, is before I even got on the show. Oh, before okay, I, okay. I was but down there, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. You know what I mean? I know she didn't know, but maybe when I explained he didn't cheat and there's all this stuff, it'd be fine. But when it came down to you knew about the tape and you did this, I was like, what? Like, I was distraught in my house and I felt like it was trying to implicate me in something because she didn't want to admit her involvement in it. This is something that two adults did. I had nothing to do with it. Okay. Nothing. And which you didn't know about it till a month before the taping, right? Right. And I would never, like, and then people were saying I was sitting back and collecting a check. I'm like, listen, I would never exploit a woman like that on purpose. And, like, because Nico didn't say we were married, because I didn't want anyone to know. I wasn't causing a problem. I thought we were going to seamlessly probably get a divorce behind the scenes, and that's what it was. And yes, we had a lot of unfinished business and stuff to talk about, me and Nico, but I wasn't planning to do it on the show. Right. And the reason I came on was to say, I'm going to define myself for me, because he can't talk for me, and millions of people who don't know me can't talk for me. So she and I started fighting over a character issue. Like, I would not do that to another woman, and you're not going to implement that. So I was, I was really upset about that. I was really was mad. there that mm. kind of a conversation though, as far as like, because I mean, we didn't see that. We didn't see you guys sitting down and having a conversation talking about, girl. I personally would never do that to you. Did yeah, it, it, we didn't see that kind of like that. I know. Which I thought Arian was kind of going to be the mold because I was just like, was for you, first of all, you hiring Arian, was that a little low-key type of shade or was it just we genuinely did not see the clips of you two getting a bond and having this understanding of art? Because I do know Arian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know her that well, but I do know the type of people that she does like to surround herself with and they are very artistic. Mm-hmm. You remind me of somebody that I do know that she is cool with. Mm-hmm. Um so I can see that bond actually building there. Well, again, I'm an artist. It's just what I do. And, like, I never let those personal situations get in the way of what I do. But I'm on a show. So, of course, it's going to look like that. But, I mean, I'm an artist. You know, like, I paint. I draw. And we seem cool. She wasn't screaming in my face the first. And she had nothing to even do with this whole situation. She mm. wasn't screaming at me. So, and I'm still trying to hustle while I moved to Atlanta. So, right. it's like, hey, you know, why don't you come along? And And that's just what it was. And then... As for the other situation, um, <laughs> again, it was it became a character issue that we were fighting, that I was fighting, that I was upset that someone would say that I knew about this and I had something to do with this when you know you planned this with him. Yeah. You knew that from the beginning. So someone you're just meeting and you're saying that, and again, when you're filming, you don't know what there is going to be kept or not until right. after everyone else sees it. So, of course, I got to fight and defend myself because I, that's what I was fighting. But then when it's all done and you're still subject to everything at the end, you see what you see, and it looks like I'm just mad for no reason. But yeah. it's not like that. Just defending your uh, integrity a little bit. Yeah. And your I'm, brand I'm, and what you're trying to do. And what I'm trying I to do. It. And I'm all for women. Mm-hmm. You want to do something, do it and own it. I don't feel like anyone has a right to judge you. I've never said anything about um, her character i've never said anything about her how she looks i never degraded another woman how she looks it was just about the issue of the facts and i just feel like i like to stick to the facts was there ever any belief that you felt like mimi girl like you know what maybe we both kind of got a little played in the situation and looking at nico like what are you doing 
I've had that conversation with Nico many of times, but like I said, it's not the Margo and Nico show. There's times where I'm like, I'm surprised I didn't go to jail for the way I hit him, you know? <laughs> like, I've had my, my, my talks with him. But again, I feel like he just doesn't always do the brightest things. I don't think he does it. This is something they did together. But you're saying he's not a malicious person. No. Okay. Because, no. you know, being a part of the media world, mm-hmm. we get the bios and all that, and his bio it promotes that he is the number one villain on DH1. I'm <laughs> like, if you ain't a villain, why are you promoting you a villain? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. well, look at, okay, when you watch movies, everyone likes the Joker, and then everyone likes Batman. True. People like the villain. They like watching but it. There but there is a soft spot in the villain. There's life. a soft spot in the villain. We all remember when we saw that part where Heath Ledger, when they showed a little bit of the Joker, and why he got, like, the... the smile on his face. You have an understanding. Right, you have an understanding, and I feel like people don't really know that about him. I'm not saying he's perfect, because there's times where I've wanted to, like, to kill him, you know? But, again, I just know him differently, and as a woman who's always prided herself on woman power, seeing myself one day, having my own company, and all that, when we were married, he never wanted me to be barefoot and pregnant. He was always pushing me to do my art, and that spoke volumes to me, and now my art is my baby. That's my child that I took out of the relationship. So we haven't physically had a kid, but that's how I look at it, and I just don't ever want to be vindictive. There's times where I could have, and I've wanted to, but... It wouldn't make me feel good. So I just put it in my music. I can respect that. And we're going to talk about your music, but I just want, last question. Mm-hmm. So you are no longer married to Nico. We're still married. We're okay. just in the process of doing the whole divorce. Finishing yeah, up. which takes actually longer than I thought. Yes, um, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's not overnight. So, but yeah, we're still married. And uh, you're still in the relationship with the... My girlfriend. That we saw on the show? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations to that. Thank All right. You. So let's talk about your music, though. Okay. Um... I guess to set it up, let's play the infamous song, (laughs) Start a War. Okay. Now, where did the idea for Start a War come from? Well, to be honest, I was in the studio, and that was the day that it finally came out on all the blogs about what Nico did and, you know, his other half at the time. And I was like, what did I do to have this, like, nightmare come to pass? Because at the time, also, no one knew yet that who I was. So I had my own pain that nobody knew and I was just like god damn like you know how like it was just, it was so painful so that's really where the song came from let's take a listen <laughs> oh you have to have some Argo logo too <laughs> and that's Avatar writing <laughs> is it really yes it's <laughs> fucking hilarious <laughs> Take me to the highest courts Elevators Lift me up out of this I don't wanna be here no more I can't look down Snakes in the pits Is that hair? I forget to close oh, the doors Oh, it's mascara Coliseums, like when I write, I think of videos. So this was like 300, but for because I'm real mm. confused about the album art. Do we have yeah. a picture of the album art with her face for Star of War? 
Uh, you're wearing a nun outfit. So go ahead. Yeah. Take, you're writing the song. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, okay, originally it was like picture 300 or gladiator, but for girls. Like, girls would be like, you can be strong and be powerful and you can fight through your emotions, like, through your art and, like, be powerful. That was what I was thinking, which was obviously a million-dollar video, which <laughs> I don't have right now. <laughs> so, and then I started thinking about, like, yeah, nuns and, like, the Catholic Church and, like, anything that had to do with, like, Roman... Uh, time periods that and then that's where I got <laughs> that idea from and plus I was in Rome too um, when I was writing a lot as well during that whole period what and were you doing in Rome? I was there with my girlfriend mm. just traveling um, taking pictures I went to Barcelona I tagged the wall with some Tokibo stuff alright yeah so um, okay so start a war we're gonna get a video for it yes I'm doing the video now I'm designing all the costumes and I feel like I got to change the concept originally what I wanted and still keep it creative because when you're creative, you can always compete with money. Mm. Always. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to film it in New York and it's going to come out the end of September. I hate saying dates exactly because I've said like August. And, and in this business, you can never know a damn date because something always going to change the day before. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I'm working on it now in the costumes. I put some of the sketches up on Instagram and drew them out exactly how I see it and want it to be. So. And then, uh, it's exciting. This is going to be a part of something called Yellow Dirty Rose. Yes. Yeah. Tell I can't, us about okay, that. I can't tell you when I'm dropping that. Okay. But it's called Yellow Dirty Rose because I love roses, I love flowers. But it's an EP. It's an it's EP. EP. Mm-hmm. How many tracks are you going to put on there? Um, five, maybe six. I'm still deciding because okay. I have all of them done. I have like, I have so many records. Um, and, uh, Yellow Dirty Rose is because. Roses are beautiful and they're pretty, but when you think of roses, they're romantic and they're girly. But yellow is so obscure and it's offbeat and it's different. And flowers are pretty, but a little bit dirty means it's not perfect, and that's me. Like, I feel like I'm offbeat, I'm obscure, I'm not necessarily a red rose, but I'm definitely not perfect. I have dirt on me, and you know, but I actually just tell it all out there. (laughs) So it's my dirt to give and to share, and it's not perfect. Mm. It's interesting because that's my mentality. It's, and Arian actually mentioned it on the show. Mm-hmm. She said to Mimi, she said, girl, put your business out there before someone else puts your business out there because you own it. Once you put it out there, it's like, well, what you going to say now, girl? Right. I know. I'm a slut. Like, yeah. Or whatever just, it is. I'm yeah. not saying that that was the situation. Right. I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? You suck a dick one night. You do whatever you do the other night. As yeah. long as you come out and say it, ain't no one can own that over you. That's another thing I said in that scene where it looked like I went crazy. I was like, you know what? If I suck dick, then I say I suck dick. If I do this, if I say I look pussy, then you just do that and you own it. Because it's like, who's anyone to judge you? We're mm-hmm. all here as human beings. And we've all seen the scenes throughout uh-huh. the past four seasons or right. however many seasons. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just do your thing and keep it moving. Boom. Tokibo. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this. So it's a cartoon that you're going to be uh, releasing yeah. soon? Not really soon, no. that's like a, It was a side project, but again, that also took off faster than I expected. That's why this is really a great season for me, and I'm really blessed for the opportunity. I don't care what anyone says. That show has been a blessing in disguise. It was one big therapy session, and I was able to be me, focus on my art. But Tokibo, I started when I was here in L.A. Uh, I didn't have any money, and I started making bow ties. And um, and that's something I actually did start at the time with Nico. We needed to make money, and I know how to sew, so I was making bow ties. And I was also performing and doing a couple of shows in San Diego. I didn't have money for a backdrop, so I got a big piece of canvas, and I love Japanese art. I just, like, 
uh, and characters. So I started drawing out these big robot characters that my How TLC of you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. That's where Tokibo came. It was this big robot was wearing a bow tie, and then I said, "Oh, I maybe call him Tokibo." And then now it's just, just a different life it took. Like yeah, it's, it, you know, because I saw the little like logo for the ties, but then it, from what you see, yeah, now it's skateboards issue, yeah. and um, hand painted skateboards and t-shirts and hats. I can't skateboard or shit, but I have friends that do. So it was just another medium for me. I want people thinking I can skateboard because I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> In some eight-inch eight uh, heels, right? Yeah, that's not my deal. But I have friends that do, and yeah, so it'll come out eventually. Works. Um, okay, and then you also have House of Margo clothing. You have a dope varsity jacket. Thank you. The guys really like the black and white one. I have a lot of pre I didn't see the that. black and white one. Yeah, it's black and white, and then right now there's a pink, white, and that's yellow one. That's one I saw, yeah. Okay, and they have other colors that are coming. Really, everything just kind of took off before I, I was... I was expecting to just do maybe one or few episodes, and that's it. But because I'm always focused on my art, that's just how, what keeps me going. Um, I'm going to have more colors of the varsity jackets. And it really just was merchandising for the music. But I wanted it to be cool. I didn't want like my big face over it for no reason. I wanted it to be something that was cool. So even if you didn't like me, you liked the jacket, or maybe mm-hmm. you liked the pants. Well, know? what's the logo? Because it looks like almost kind of a little bit like mm-hmm. Jack from. Um, That's what a lot of people say. Before Christmas, but okay. it, it's like a more skateboarder, edgier version. Yeah. Like, That's, where yeah. did that come from? Where did that just kind of pop in your head and you're like, I need to draw this? Well, okay. I, I worked with, um, I have a team that I work with. When I said I wanted House of Margot, that face is supposed to be me. I love Tim Burton. I love his art. <coughs> so I compiled all of these things I want. Tim Burton, happy faces, smiley faces, X's, Japanese art, an X that has to do with Margot, something with a house, something with a key. And at the end, we came up with that logo with the X, and there's a house. And the key, if you look at it close, it's an O and an F. So the key says of, and then the face is me, mm-hmm. which is obscure and, and crazy. and Yeah. And you have some leggings on there too. Very yep. cute, yellow, bright colors. Um, okay, so we have we have uh, merchandise. We have <laughs> art. Um, watching yourself back though okay. on reality TV, mm-hmm. how does it change you as a person or um, as an artist? Either or. Let me see. As an artist, it definitely makes me even more focused on on my craft than. I, th- I mean, I, I've always been focused, but even more focused because you can't, there's like a lot of negative comments. There's a lot of good comments, but I feel like this show, I don't mean, I don't know if the housewives get this kind of oh, stuff. they get it all. Do they? Really? Oh, go, God. Yeah. Okay. It's hard. Oh. I'm going to keep it real with you because <laughs> I do, the, I've done the after show for so long. It's okay. hard for me personally mm-hmm. to watch a lot of it and take a lot of your lives seriously. Right. Because it gets to a point where you hear so many rumors about this person maybe faking the funk with the scene or this right. person maybe pushing it a little bit or they had to redo the scene a couple <clears throat> times or wait, they're still filming and it gets to a point of like, well, what am I believing here? Right. There's no way that y- these two people and a lot of it when you don't see a full unedited show mm-hmm. and that really changed my life seeing an unedited, like Version. sitting through hours of footage was really an interesting Same moment thing. for me. Hmm. Um, but you have, as as uh, a super fan of the show and as a host, I have to watch the edited version. Right. Um, 
where do you do? You, does anger come out sometimes as far as seeing certain things on TV and knowing like that's not how it happened, or you know, they oh, t- yeah. it was taken out of context, or um, you know, I, I should have said this instead of saying that. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, I mean, I know. I was myself the whole time. Now, at the end, when you're still subject to the cut and editing floor, hey, as long as I can sleep at night, that was my mentality going in. Because I said what I said. If they use it, they use it. But I know what I signed for, so whatever. But yeah, there's been times I've been like seething with anger. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Really? But, you know, I just go to yoga class and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to start <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and, like, not to blame anyone because all the producers are mad cool, but I have understood that they can't keep everything. Yeah, they mean, yeah. you can't. Yeah, but then there's some times where I was just like, oh, man, that one, there's only been one time. One time I was really, really, really upset. What was this? Very scene? upset. Um, that whole, like, $10,000 thing. I oh. never asked for that for myself. Th- oh my god, girl, I'm glad you remind me because I was looking at you like, Margot. First I, of all, where's Stevie going to pull $10,000 in from to give this well, to I'm you? I'm glad you said that because no one else said that. But <laughs> I didn't ask for it for myself. Me like, too. Where are you thinking anyone getting $10,000 for the? What is this magazine? You didn't even know what the magazine was for. Exactly. But they didn't show where he came in. He was like, oh, I'm working on these $3 million deals and these movies. Like, okay, so then you must have it. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it wasn't for me. I asked for it to be lost and found LGBT. To youth, which is an organization in Atlanta. That's mm. what I said three times. Three different occasions I said at the photo shoot, at the meeting, and with the other one, mm. his other half. What was the theme of the photo shoot? Because, girl, you was given like Avatar with like um, it was the about Start of War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was about like the Start of War, the song, um, the EP. Uh, well, at the time, it was just the single. I wasn't even going to do an EP. And um, Tokibo, and just me as an artist, my brand, that's really what it was about. Because when I met um, the guy Days, that's what the conversation was about, you know. And it wasn't about the money. That's why I was like, sure, I'll do it, you know. I didn't do my due diligence and check everything out. But it's like, if I'm doing something for um, another magazine, I'm not going to check out all the partners, right. you know. So... Um, okay, so now you ju- you, you're you out here in California, you have a performance, um, so you're touring and you're performing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we see the scene of you and Jessica Dime and you do your little surprise performance, were you nervous? I mean, you looked a little nervous, You because it, it kind of was, came out and you just kind of had your head down. What mm-hmm. was that moment like for you? No, I was actually a little tipsy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't nervous. I was excited. I like Dime. She's cool. She's very sweet. Um but what about the whole Mimi? I mean, obviously, Mimi, you know there's going to be a reaction. Yeah. I, I mean, but again, it's like... I'm Did an, you just not care? I didn't care. I'm an artist, and I know that there's parts of stuff that I can't control. Like, that's part of the show. They're going to be there. You know, that's that's what it is. So I, I didn't really care. I'm like, they don't like me anyway, So, but I'm still an artist. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care what they think about me. So going in <laughs> for a second season, uh, is that something that you would be open to? Is that something that are going, okay, if I'm going to do it, I need to understand that, you know, maybe that one line of the $10,000 ain't going to be involved, so I have to go in a different mentality? Um, I'll still be myself. Still stay calm, you know. But I you would be open to another season. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I had fun. I really did. I, yeah. I had a good time because, I again, I was myself, and it was real for me. And there are times that it was really hard, but it was real for me. And it was really like one big therapy session. I, I, I feel like if you go into it being yourself, 
it can be okay. Maybe mm. it's not like that for other people. I mean, like, I know it wasn't that uh, Nico had a hard time, but he also had no one that really knew him. He had no one that was fighting for him, and it's like, I know him differently. I'm not saying he's perfect, because we fight, too, you know? Yeah. Like, and we're better off, like, separated. But at the same time, like, I was myself, so I would, yeah. I would and then kind of some of the negative uh, media, I mean, I don't really know what to call it, but we live in a generation where you could just like get a freeze frame of the wrong face and all of a sudden it becomes this meme oh my god you know so, how many memes there are of me yes girl, like, I know how many there are I feel like I posted funny, one of them of you. <laughs> I think I posted the one where it was like the $10,000 here's your drink or something like that <laughs> <laughs> but like and then it's so funny because we were watching your lyric video for Star War and yeah. Uh, one of the text I'm a big fan of Avatar okay. and I know Avatar is one that people post you next to the Avatar yeah. guy and you have the Avatar script <laughs> not that you probably even knew that but like so is it something yeah. that at first you were kind of like wait what's going on or I mean you yeah. seem crazy and out there like it's more like to me I would love for the day I, lo- I love it Do I love you? being compared to Avatar I love <laughs> they think it's insulting but it's not and they also compare me to the chick I from Mortal Kombat w- that's dope oh, yeah. <laughs> I said you I said you wanted to be uh, my Little Pony so bad. When I first started seeing people have this different hair, every week it'd be like a different one. I'm like, what color is this bitch gonna come in with today? Yeah. A little mohawk. But I, I mean, I don't mind being the offbeat, obscure one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's me. I don't really think it's that offbeat, maybe compared to some of the some other Some of the other girls. ones are like mean. Like they'd be calling them like whores, thoughts, yeah. dirty diapers and di- diaper right. pants and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not called that. And yeah. I'm like, they don't say anything about my music, so... <laughs> You know, yep. I mean, because that's what I focus on, and I know it in here. So they can call me whatever they want to call me, but it just it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It's like, would you talk to a barn animal? Who would be the idiot? You know, it's like if you argue with a barn animal, who's more of the idiot? Yeah. You or the barn animal? Right. So sometimes you just have to like, which is also a thing with I find within like black hip hop, black culture, yeah. it's you get respect if you like curse someone else out or you throw something. I'm like, well, times need to change because mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not doing that. If that means was that hard for you at the reunion? Because it seems like we're going to see some uh, a, a lot of um, name calling and <laughs> aggression <laughs> from me. What was, well, well, towards you. Uh-huh. Um, what was the reunion like for you filming that? Because now you're in a room with everybody, right? And everybody hates your man. I know, and they so. don't even know why. They don't even know why they don't even like him. That's the funny thing. Okay, they don't like. It. I mean, I feel like let's stick because, to the facts. Well, I don't know why they can't, but as a fan. Mm-hmm. In an edited version, he comes off as a manipulator and the villain. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, because for me personally, I don't like to be on the shade room. I don't like to be in the gossip blogs learning about y'all because that ruins the show for me because it's right. like, well, now I don't want to watch this show because it don't even seem real to me. Exactly. So I like to watch it every week fresh and new. So that's why it's like I don't like to follow people on Instagram and like mm-hmm. get tea and all that kind of stuff. Right. So as a fan, mm-hmm. it is confusing as to why everybody's kind of mad. But I understand why I'm mad at him because it comes across as he is an evil character and mm-hmm. manipulative and played you and Mimi. No. Now, now, hearing your version, you've come in yeah. and you've explained your version. Now, you know, I mean, I'm going to take that and yeah. I'm going to let that sit mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit and hopefully get a chance to sit with Mimi and get a chance to sit with Nico mm-hmm. uh, and hear everybody's on kind of. You know what I mean? Put it together. But. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not perfect, you know? And there's... T- I, I don't know his relationship with her. 
Mm. But I know what he didn't do in terms of the one specific issue that was the main thing. And I just feel like I'm a newbie on the show, so I'm still kind of the rookie, which it, you know, it was worked out for me. I got to film a lot and get, you know, talk about a lot of stuff. But I'm like, come on, we're not going to talk about the fact that you decided to finally tell the truth because you had no chance to. So there's a lot of people too that because they've been there longer, it's a pecking order. There's certain things that when they cry because they can't, they can't take it. Their guts can't take it. They don't yep. want certain questions asked. So we're not going to talk about the fact that you. Oh, honey, let them come into AfterBuzz and we'll ask exactly. Them the but they, none of those questions were addressed. And then it's like you're gonna. Why are you gonna ask this pig what what she what what she should give Nico for twenty five percent or whatever? It's like, and then it's like you know dealing with like the barn animal who is yelling from from the seat. <laughs> it's kind of like. I'm sorry, but if your level of thinking is that you're gay because you don't have kids, I, I, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, I, I just don't even know what to say. What can you say, you know? I would just rather not converse. That's why I was high and I was meditating and I, I, I was fine. Like, I'm just not going to converse with that kind of rhetoric. It's just piggish. You can have a bunch of different... It means her, her logic is, okay, to be a straight man in America... You can have a bunch of kids by women and not pay child support. You can have a bunch of different kids at the same time and get them pregnant. But if you don't have kids, you're gay. She's a fucking idiot. Like, we don't have kids because I didn't want to have kids because I was focused on my art. Maybe she wasn't, clearly. But I'm saying that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the logic? So now I'm supposed to argue with that? Come on. Well, there's other, I mean, there were other rumors in the Atlanta world yeah. about him and the whole DL thing. It's so bullshit. And that's another thing that pisses me off. The whole down low thing. There's men that are dying every day of AIDS, women dying of AIDS because men are ashamed to not come out of the closet, especially within the black community. So not, that's the best you got. Well, you don't like him. That comes, that, I was actually having a conversation with somebody about that just to kind of go into that. But yeah. a lot of it comes from the fact of like men saying, well, I'm bisexual. I can love a woman and a man, but a woman won't give a bisexual man a chance. Mm-hmm. But a man will give a bisexual woman a chance. Exactly. So, but he's not he's not gay, he's not bisexual, he's just not. It's like if he was, he would say he was, but he's not. And if he was, which he's not, are you saying it's bad? Because they keep using this whole gay thing as a slur. And then when she's like, I'm gay, that's just to try and show Well they use it as a slur because we're supposed to believe well, and from what we're watching, mm-hmm. y'all are married, and if you're married, and there's these gay rumors, it's like... That's the rumors that they put up because Mm -hmm. they don't like him and they're not intelligent enough to stick to the facts as to why they don't like him. I get it. You don't like him because of whatever he did with Mimi. You don't like him because you feel like he's a manipulator. Okay, that's fine, but stick to the facts. Mm -hmm. But because you're not intelligent enough to articulate that, you want to say he's gay. You're... Come on. You're a grown fucking man. Come up with something else. I'm a big supporter of the LGBT community. And that's another thing I said. The more you keep using this as a diss, I will gather everyone behind me and I will fucking burn you and erase you. I don't like it. It's not funny. It's not cool. Come up with something else. And the barn animal, the level of her LGBT is come suck my pussy. I'm sorry. Like, I'm way too smart and talented to be fucking communicating about that. Well, Margo, <laughs> whatever it is. So we're going to see uh, from you a yellow, dirty rose EP yeah. dropping. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. hopefully sooner than later. Yes. Um, but what we need sooner, sooner than later is the video, video. for Star Wars. Because, I mean, girl, if I hear this song one more time and can't see a video or something visual to this, I'm going to be like, girl, I'm going to start a war with you. <laughs> I didn't even, I wasn't even expecting to do a video. Really? I, yeah, I just. The way y'all be promoting it on the damn show, I mean, it, it stuck blessed. in my head. I'm blessed that they did that. They liked the song. That's what I'm saying. It was a really good season for me. The producers were cool. Everyone was cool. I did get along with a lot of people behind the scenes. Um, more so than this. Did cast. you notice that a lot of the cast maybe behind the scenes you're cool and then all of a sudden it's like, bitch? Because uh, the reason I always bring that up is Kal- uh, Kalina. Mm-hmm. In her diss track to Rashida, came out to say like, "Girl, oh, you selling? Yeah, oh, yeah, girl. Uh, <laughs> talking about right the same week as Meek Mill and Drake, uh, Drake, she had a diss track to Rashida talking about you sell yourself for a scene." And we see her say on the show too, kind of like, "You doing this for a scene right now? Mm-hmm. For a scene?" And people so- do it. They will. Some people will drink out of a toilet bowl if you tell them to for a Girl. scene. I'm not going to comment on certain things because, you know. Comment. No, I, I I won't say anything. But girl, you done already called someone a barn animal. I'm already sitting over here just satisfied with my tea. <laughs> <laughs> because like, it was very hard for me to to come out to my family about my girlfriend. Mm. So when people try and use things as did you show, come out to your family before it yeah. came out? Okay, yeah. And I didn't even want. I had I, anxiety because my parents are Jamaican, you mm-hmm. know, and she's Russian. Um, two very homophobic places. Um, it was hard for me, you know? And when I first told my little sister, she took it harder than I thought, which made it hard for me to tell my mom. Yeah. I've always been very free, so I was like, oh, my mom, she'll be fine. But when my little sister took it hard, I was like, oh, uh, maybe I should wait to tell my mom. So when people use it to be sensational or think it's cool or think it's hot or mm. because guys like it, it bothers me. If you're a supporter, cool. But since day one, say that. Don't just try and throw it out now like you think because you're trying to, like, play a game. Like, yeah. you know, that's what I don't have respect for. So I, I apologize about the barn animal thing. You know? <laughs> nah, you know, be real. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all just say what we want to say. All right, so Tokibo, mm-hmm. House of Margo. Make sure you guys check out uh, houseofmargo.com. Yes. For sure. M-A-R-G-E-A-U-X. Yes, because, girl, I've, I've spelled it like four or five different times trying to think. <laughs> yeah. You can spell it G-O, too. People well, yeah, do. that's that one instantly takes you to it also okay. as well. Yeah. Um, all right, but before we wrap up, I just got to tell you guys about this. This is Draft King. You guys got to check this out. It is um, the one of the biggest uh, fantasy sports sites anywhere. Uh, Ten million dollars in prizes are up for grabs, including two million for first place and one million for second place. One week fantasy means no season long commitments. So this isn't a fantasy as usual. This is Draft Kings. Um, a few preseason games to go before the regular season kicks off, so hurry to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code GEEK to play for a free shot at the $2 million prize in a week one millionaire. So if you guys want to win a whole bunch of money, money, go to DraftKings.com and use our <laughs> promo code GEEK. Yeah, go do All that. Right, we just helping you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, feel me? All right, Margo. Let's go. Yes. Start a war. Put Yellow Dirty Rose. On. She put her shades on. <laughs> yeah, you should have had that on for the past 10 minutes. Toki Bo. Let's fly. What else are we expecting from you uh, as far as fashion-wise? Um, well, I'm going to do a couple of sh- um, showings, uh, Fashion Week in New York, um, just with my friends, like, you know, like little um, clubs, and I'll be performing. And I'm just going to upload different stuff on the store page every now and then. Eventually, it'll be a full store, but I don't want to I don't want to rush it, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to take my time, and I'm really blessed for the 
pre-orders. That's really cool. So I just want people to know that I do it, and I do it right, but it's in conjunction with the music. So mm. just I'll always update and say, here, go check it out. And It's unisex, so it's for girls and guys. Yeah, boom. And where can everyone follow you online? Uh, Instagram um, is at House of Margo, Twitter at House of Margo, and my website is houseofmargo.com. Everywhere at House of Margo. Jay? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> can make sure to follow me at that dude, Jay Watts, T-H-A-T. Dude J Watts. Boom, you guys <laughs> can hit us it. up at Black Hollywood Live at BHL Online. Also on Twitter, I mean on Instagram at the Beat TV. And you guys can tweet me everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Till next week, same time, same place. Thanks, Peace. guys. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Music redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.